Welcome to Life Snacks. This is a podcast on a mission to help a woman navigate post-grad life together through snack-sized stories about life-changing advice. This is for every one of us out there dealing with the realities of life after college that no one talks about. For those of you that may be feeling lost, you are not alone. Join me on this journey to get to the bottom of the shit we weren't taught in school. We'll discuss health, wealth, relationships, careers, and how to truly create our greatest lives. We've got big visions and big missions, so we're breaking them down bite by bite to help you make your post-grad dreams a reality. I'm your host, Lauren Tierney, and let's get snacking. Okay. Hi, guys. I don't know exactly what to call this, but it's not going to be 24 lessons because, listen, I don't think I'm that wise. I don't even think 24 warrants me to share advice most of the time. But here are 24 thoughts, things, ideas, quotes, books, even, that I think are important at 24 years old today happy birthday to me um i'm drinking a phil's coffee right now a mint mojito which is amazing and my house is filled with more snacks than you can even imagine um clearly my friends know me well so i feel a lot of love and i'm really excited to share these things with you all um take anything or leave it i don't think i'm the most wise person in the world These are just things that I've literally gathered through my notes, my Instagram posts, books I've read, things I've just thought this past year. So here we go. The first thing. It's really cool to care. And here's what I mean by this. Gone are the days where not caring was cool. I didn't give a fuck about anything for so long. And maybe you disagree with this or you've never felt this, but for a long time, I think I just thought not caring was cool. Not caring about school or grades or whatever it was. And I think the most interesting people I've ever met care. They care about something, whether it's saving the earth or a hobby they're really into or a sport. It's cool to care. It's interesting to care. You should care about things. And you should care about what other people care about. So yeah, it's cool to care. Second, your community matters. And what I mean by community is the communities you put yourself in, like Steph Caldwell's community of women she's created, but also just your friends, the people you surround yourself with. I know you've heard this a thousand times, but you are a product of the people you surround yourself with. And I read this in Jen Sincero's book, You Are a Badass, that totally changed my life. Talked about it a ton. But it's so, it's so true. If you're not surrounding yourself with people that make you want to be better, that are doing better things, that are making you want to level up, you're just, you're never going to get there. And It's scary sometimes to realize that. It's scary to put yourself in new rooms, but we have to put ourselves in these situations. We have to surround ourselves with people that make us think bigger and make us want to be better. 
Because if not, you're going to just stay in that same spot. And maybe that's fine. But for those of you that think you want to level up, I just, I started with one person I reached out to that I thought was doing cool things. And I, my community has grown so much because I just have wanted to tap into people that are doing things I want to do or people that are leveling up in their lives. So your community matters. That was two. Number three, assume positive intent. This is quite simple, but don't (laughs) assume everyone is out to just screw you all the time. I think especially with text messages, especially with short replies, especially with Slack, just assume positive intent. If anything, maybe they have the worst intent in the world, but who cares? If you assume positive intent, you're going to be a happier person at the end of the day. Four, this is a quote, and it's, if all we ever focused on was what we wanted, all we wanted is the only thing we would ever get. I just love that quote, because think about how much time we spend focusing on the negative or things that aren't serving us or things we're mad or upset about. What if we only focused on what we wanted in this world? We put all of our brain cells and our energy into that. That would be epic, right? There's no other, there's no other outcome. Five, life can change in an instant and we are nothing without our health. This one's just so important to me, near and dear to my heart and to my community and to my friends. And sometimes I need this reminder when life throws us things or we're stressed about something like we are so lucky if we have our health and our families have our health, and I feel very lucky, but just reminding ourselves of that when things get tough, sometimes tough, we can't even imagine what really tough is. So just, I know I need to remember that, that my health is so important. My family's health is everything. Six, this is a quote from Luann Tierney. I don't think she was the first person to ever say this, but And it's, remember not what people say, but how they make you feel. It's so true. Have you ever had a friend that never is rude to you? She's never done anything or even a coworker. They've never, they've never done anything, right? That's warranted to you not liking them or not trusting them, but you just don't get good vibes. You hang out with them and you go home and you're just not feeling good about yourself. Pay attention to that because it means something. And I think... That's something I wish I knew when I, well, I knew it. I heard it from my mom, I guess. I wish I listened to her when I was in high school because I don't think I realized how true that was and how telling that was of friendships and relationships. Number, what number are we on? Seven. I heard this on a Lori Harder podcast. She's a great podcast. Anxiety is best combated with hard work. It's kind of hard to swallow, right? But when I'm my most anxious, it's usually because I'm in avoidance of something. And if I just do the thing or approach the conversation or whatever it is head on, that is the quickest way for me to rid my anxiety about it. Like, I have my event this weekend and holy shit, am I scared. I'm not gonna lie, I'm really scared. But 
the more I work on it, the more I prepare, the less anxiety I have. And we can't prepare for everything. We can't work 100% before things happen. But I think if you're ever feeling anxious about something, I ask myself, like, is there something I'm avoiding? Is there anything I can do? Even if it's the hard thing, maybe it's having a conversation with someone. Is there anything I can do that will help me get rid of this anxiety or that will ease it? Am I avoiding something? Number nine, allow yourself to change and allow others to change also. For the longest time, I didn't allow myself to change. I felt like I was letting people down who really liked the old me. The me that loved to party and didn't care about much. Listen, I still love to party. I still have a lot of hungover Sundays and that's great. That's part of who I am too. But I think I wanted to prove something for so long that I could be both people, the old Lauren that didn't give a fuck and the Lauren that's so passionate about everything and so inspired by the world. And I think allowing yourself to change is so important. We're not the people we were years ago and we're supposed to change as humans and then allowing others to change. I think I've even heard myself say this. You see someone that's dramatically changed and they're posting about it or they're doing something. And you're like, that's so funny. They used to be X. And that was kind of my worry. I was like, people are going to make that's so funny. Lauren starting a self-development podcast. LOL. Not like people care that much about me, but you know, everyone has those thoughts. And I just think letting people change, accepting people over who they are, like, wow, that's great they're doing this. Like, that's great they've changed. That's great they've evolved. Who cares? Like, does it matter to you? What are you gaining from holding on to that old version of them? And honestly, I think when we do make those comments, it's usually out of jealousy. Like, I know I've done it. When you see someone that's totally changed and been really successful, and you might think that, like, oh, wow. But that usually means deep down, we're like, wow, I wish I could do that. I wish I can change and step into an evolved version of myself. I wish I could do what they're doing. So I think it's important to stop and think about those things before making those comments or just don't make those comments, but let yourself change. Let others change. We evolve as humans. That's the whole freaking point. Okay. What is next? You're going to feel a lot better about yourself and a lot better about life when you just don't talk about other people. And when someone is talking to you about others, most likely they're probably going to talk about you when you're not there too. And this is kind of a harsh truth and no one's perfect. We all talk about other people, even if it's not negatively. We talk about other people's relationships, their lives, their financial statuses, what they're doing, what you heard about them. But... Imagine how much better our conversations would be at dinner tables, at girls' nights, whatever, if we just talked about what each other, what each other are interested in, what we're all doing, what we're happy about, what we're sad about, what we want to talk about. And we didn't waste our time and energy talking about other people. I don't know what number that was. I think that was 10. If I skipped one, that's probably, I probably did. Maybe this is 10. All right, whatever. We're going. This is 11. Um, okay, 11. We have to manufacture our pain points. 
I heard this on a podcast as well. And the idea behind it is really like, okay, let's say you're in a job that you really hate, but it's really challenging, scary, time consuming to redo that resume, apply for a bunch of jobs and put yourself out there and do the interviews and start the process. That That's fucking a lot of work. Honestly, God, writing a cover letter is the worst thing in the world. I just, I just think so. But what is more painful, staying in that job or manufacturing that pain point now? So you have to put the effort forward. You have to write the cover letter. You have to do the hard things. And then a year from now, you're not in that job you don't like. You've made a change. It goes for everything in life. Like, what is harder, being in the place you are now that you're unhappy in or making a change that is hard to make at first, but in the long term is going to make you happy? It might be in friendships, in relationships, at home, at work. It can mean so many things, but I really like this idea of we get to pick our pain points if we choose to or they pick us. Okay, number 12, share what you care about. This kind of goes back to number one that it's cool to care, but I was always afraid to tell people like my new interests or what I was into and whatever. And I started telling people like, yeah, I might start a podcast. Oh my gosh, you should talk to my friend. You should come to this event. You should meet so-and-so. Doors open when you share what you care about, what you're passionate about, because people will come out of the woodworks and be like, holy shit, me too. Holy crap, you should meet this person. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to connect with you. And you're going to create this community and just feel so much more supported. But also you're going to hear from others what they care about. And that's the most interesting and the best part. Okay, the next one is 13. And it's focus on how you want to feel. Stop focusing on outcomes and deadlines and goals that you set for yourself, but focus how you want to feel. You can set goals, but what if, okay, when I get that promotion, what is that? What am I going to feel? I want to feel financially abundant. I want to feel like people care about the work I'm doing. I want to feel more confident in my work, but how can we focus on how we want to feel in the future instead of just constantly focusing on what we want to happen? Because if we align our energy with how we want to feel in the future, then we're going to create that in our life. But we need to get away from focusing on outcomes, myself included. I am so, I struggle with this still, but I really like this point of just focusing on how you want to feel. 14. There's no one that's going to care about your own shit as much as you do. That's just a fact. I know this firsthand. I'm sure you all do too, but You can really care about something. You can be working so hard on something, but just you can't expect anyone else to care about it as much as you do. It's your thing. So remember that and remember the people that support you, but also realize that no one's going to do it for you. No one's going to push you if you're not pushing yourself. You got to care about your own shit. 15. If you're feeling bad or down, do something for others. I don't know. I think this has just helped me like when I'm sad or having anxiety about things that might be more frivolous or not, but helping others is the quickest way to feel better. Send someone a nice text. Call your grandma. I don't know. Send them their favorite treat. 
it will guaranteed make you feel better. And I think that's something we don't talk about enough. Like just making others feel good makes you feel better. 16. Breaking promises to yourself is the quickest way to low confidence and distrust in yourself. Do you ever tell yourself you're going to do something for weeks and weeks and weeks, but then you don't because we've all been there? You have this distrust and this like self-resentment almost, and then you start telling yourselves these stories like, oh, I just never going to do that. I'm never going to make that happen, but just don't break promises to yourself. It is the most important promise to keep in the world. If you can't keep a promise to yourself, it's so hard to keep them to others. And you have to trust yourself. 17. If you are a master in everything, you are an expert in nothing. I heard this in Jessica Zweig's book, B, and it really struck a chord. Sometimes we try to do all the things, like take it from me. I was thinking, okay, when I start this podcast, I need a blog, and maybe I could start a event series and maybe I can have my big Instagram page and post on LinkedIn every day and have two episodes a week. And it's like, you can't do it all. You just physically can't. And you have to pick one thing at some point to be an expert in. I'm not saying like, I can't have other hobbies besides this podcast. I'm saying focus on the one thing to start. I think the first thing I was like, okay, Lauren, you're all over the place. If you asked me last year, this time I'd tell you I wanted to start an oatmeal company, but (laughs) that's a story for another time. I just think it's so true that you can't be good at it all. So when you're starting something, just pick one thing. I picked this podcast and I've dabbled in other things that (laughs) some work and some don't, but just pick one thing. 18. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Like, no shit. This is so obvious, but I think I need that reminder. I was talking about being stressed about money the other day, and Joe, my boyfriend, said to me, well, are you doing anything differently? Like, have you actually, like, put a plan in place? And my answer was no. Like, I was just stressed about money, but I was going through life literally not changing a thing. Like, ah, fuck, I'm so stressed. But have you thought about it? Have you put any effort into it? Have you sat down for 15 minutes? So I just think it's a good reminder. Thank you, Joe, for the call out. The best financial planner I've ever had. 19. This is super fucking important to me. Don't comment on other people's bodies. And I know this is probably personal to me, but you just don't fucking know. When I was in the depths of my eating disorder, people told me I looked good at first. And I was like, shit, I better, oh my God, like I better stay this size. I've hardly eaten today. I've worked out three times, but I better stay this size because they're telling me I look good. Or when I went traveling to Europe and I came back and I had gained weight, people told me, you look better, aka you gain weight, which is, which is great. I, I did and I had a lot of fun, but it's like, I wasn't in a good place then either. I wasn't ready to accept that maybe people thought I looked healthier because I didn't feel good about myself. And that was a constant reminder of people telling me like, hey, you look like you gained weight. That's basically what they said. And I think I've seen this in so many cases, like girls comment on each other's photos, skinny mini. Like, can you 
No, like that's one that's fucking weird. I'm sorry. I think that's fucking weird Two, tell people they look happy. Tell people they seem like they're in a good place. Tell people they're glowing. I don't know, but just don't comment on their weight. Even if you tell someone they lost weight, it might be triggering and it's just, there's better things to comment on. Number 20, being kind is so important. No shit, right? But like being kind, remembering people's faces, smiling at people. I just think I walked into a workout class last week and an instructor I'd only taken a few times knew my name and he said, Lauren, how are you? And like, I just felt like I was so seen and he was he was just so kind to me. It, it changed the whole trajectory of my day, a smile and just saying, Lauren, how are you? So remember that. Remember that being kind really is everything. It's everything we can offer in this world just for free. 21. There's room for us all to succeed. Encourage and support each other. This goes without saying, but kind of an example of this that I've seen before my eyes recently is I joined Manifest Her at the beginning of the year. Steph Caldwell's book is called Manifest Her and her program and group of women was called Manifest Her. It's now evolved into PM School, the PM School podcast. Incredible community of women. You have to check it out if you haven't. But I connected with women that were starting companies, thinking of side hustles, just dabbling. No one, no one was super, super successful, whatever. I have watched these women blow up and grow in front of my eyes. And you know who the first woman to buy tickets to my event were? These people. We literally go so much further together. I had dinner with one of the girls the other night and she's telling me 27 ideas that I need to work on for my podcast and my event. But those are the people that we need the people that care about their shit and they care about ours and they're lifting us up and supporting each other. It is so important. And there is no competition. Like when I see other podcasts, I want to connect with them. I want to learn from these people that have started podcasts, even the ones that are very, very similar to mine, because we're probably so aligned and we can help each other. 22, we receive the energy we put out. I have seen this so true in my life. If you haven't read Gabrielle Bernstein's book, The Universe Has Your Back, it really transformed my mindset at the beginning of this year. And probably is another book that was one of the reasons I started my podcast. But when you're ever in a dark place or feeling in a slump or for example, maybe you're showing up to work and you're not loving it. So you're showing up to meetings and you're like, oh, fuck this, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, like whatever. Try for a week showing up and just faking it. Oh my gosh, hey, how are you? I can't wait to be here. I can't wait to chat with you. Smile, laugh, make small talk, fake it. And I guarantee you're going to get that energy back and it is going to change your day and your environment and your week. So be... a be very, very clear about the energy you're putting out because that's what you're going to get back and then that's going to create the environment you live in. 
If you're negative all the time, you're going to get that energy back and it's going to reinforce a negative environment. Number 23. This is another personal one of mine, but Emma Teresa said it on my podcast episode best. The episode's called Being Skinny Has Nothing to Do With Healthy. And she said, our body is a vessel to get us through life. And how crazy and awful is it that we focus so much on shrinking it all the time and that's all we care about. And this is important for me to realize, has been important for me to realize, and probably for a lot of people. I know when I have been at my fittest, quote unquote, healthiest, quote unquote. I know that. I know what I do when I'm there. And I know how it feels. And the reason I said quote unquote when I said fittest and healthiest is like, also it's like that was what I'm saying is my smallest. And our smallest isn't our healthiest. I wish, I wish I knew that. I wish that I could have accepted that a lot earlier. But I think what's I really want to call out here is if you've ever struggled with your weight or just wanting to shrink yourself, think about who you are when you're shrinking yourself, who you are when you're trying to exist in a smaller body. Because who I am is someone that can hardly go to a social dinner or sit in a social setting because I don't know what food's going to be served or honestly doesn't go or is constantly thinking about food between each meal, when's my next snack. To live like that, if you are constantly thinking about food in your body, you don't have space for other things. You don't have space to really be creative, to really step into your highest self and your most passionate, caring, interested, interesting self because you are focused on your food and your body. And that takes up all your damn brain space. I have been there. The lesson I think I want to share here is that stop shrinking yourself. It's not worth it. It's not going to make you happier. And it's not going to let you be you in all the relationships and communities and show up the way you want to show up in the world. You are so, so, so much more important than the way you look and then your body. And I wish I could tell more in a few years ago that. And I want to leave you with one last thing. It's not necessarily a lesson or a quote or really anything that profound. But like you can fucking do it. Whatever you have on your mind, in your heart, whatever you maybe think when you go to sleep at night or see other people doing in the world and think like, God, I wish I could do that or I really want to build this or I want to start that. You fucking can just start. Literally, what is the first step? 
What is the first step? Don't get overwhelmed. Just pick one thing to start on and make a roadmap. Pick a second step. And you don't have to be in a hurry. There's no rush. There's no competition. There's no one that's going to do it before you because there's only one you. And there's only one person that can do that thing the way you want to do it. And you deserve to do that. And the world needs you to do that. When I started this podcast, I heard this quote that basically said something like, there's thousands of TV shows. What, are they just never going to make a new one because so many already exist? And it's kind of the same thing. Like, no one is... No, nothing has really been done before. No one is going to be better than you because you're just different and you're you and you can fucking do it. Just have some self-belief and just start. And the last quote is like something it's so that was 24. And the last quote is just a quote that I love and I think is so true in my life and maybe it'll resonate with you. It's by Sean Acor. And he says, happiness is the joy we feel when striving towards our potential. And that's it. I'm, there's no end goal. But are you getting better every day? Do you feel like you're moving towards the life you want to live? Because that, that's happiness. And it's not productivity. It's not being on all the time. It's just striving towards the potential full you that you want to show up as in this world. And with that, those are my 24 things. I think I did okay, but I do want to say I don't know the answers to life. And the whole premise behind this podcast is me asking people way, 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 way smarter than me what we can do as young women to step into ourselves and to navigate life. So take whatever I say with a grain of salt. I don't take myself that seriously. I just have a lot of thoughts <laughs> all the time. And I wanted to share them with you on my birthday. Now I'm going to dinner with my friends tonight. And my life snacks event is on Saturday. And I'm really excited. And I'm really, really freaking nervous but I mean, if I wasn't nervous, I wouldn't be growing. And I think this is just something I have to do. So if you have bought a ticket, I literally know your name. I've probably stalked you on Instagram. Joe, my boyfriend probably knows your name too, because it means more to me than I don't think you could ever imagine. So thank you. And thank you for listening. If you've stayed for this long of me rambling and I hope you have a great week.